0: This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible.
1: What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife.
0: <laughs>
1: and you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl, Sasha Thanks for and You are watching Going In Raw.
1: Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing, it. Hey, friend! No, Steve here and Larson. John Cena. Ooh, yeah, well, a are, yeah. We got a collaboration with John Cena today. But, how, you, uh, how you doing, John? He's, He's calling cool. on a Skype. We literally can't see him.
2: <laughs> no, don't you laugh. Can't at can see that. me. That's not funny. <laughs> that was the best joke we've had on this whole thing ever. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Oh man, how you doing, Dan? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh,
1: we're doing well. We're doing well. Uh, welcome back to YouTube. Are we're the first video that you're returning to on YouTube, correct? Since your uh, sojourn. Uh, so,
2: yeah, I think so. Since so. <laughs> the only thing I've rec- this is my break. You have got me off holiday to do this. Goddamn.
1: I know. I'm sorry. This isn't on Twitch. It's, it's on The YouTube. power of SummerSlam. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
2: <laughs> <The power. laughs>
1: So, anyways, yeah, people keep on asking us, yeah. "When's Dan coming back? When's Dan coming back?" Well, Dan's back for this very special highlights and lowlights. We figured we'd give people a Danless SummerSlam recap and yeah. a Dan-filled SummerSlam recap. Yes.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: So we're gonna do, to do what we used to do back in the day. Um, this is a throwback episode. I should do like our original, the original Dan created logo for going. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do a
2: logo.: What's that?: Did I create a logo?:
1: You created the original logo. When we, the very first episode we did, um, you just said, "Hey, I'm going to whip up a logo for you guys." And yeah. like, like literally like 15 minutes later, there was a logo sent away. Yeah. yeah I was like, "All right, cool. Yeah. So we used that until I got antsy and decided to create our own logo. So again, <laughs> Dan came up with both the title and the original logo. This is correct. Mm-hmm.
2: And Lawson is an invention of mine as well.
1: Yeah: uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. 40 years, 40 years ago today, <laughs> Larson was created by Dan. Mm-hmm. At the
2: previous solar eclipse. <laughs> exactly.
1: Little did they know what was being <laughs> crafted that day from Dan and Eclipse Magic.
2: <laughs> it's slightly less funny during the day. Quick, buy the machine. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs>
1: That's how it works. See? Beautiful. Anyways, um, so yeah, SummerSlam 2017 is in the books. Um, hey, just as an aside, did you uh, did you catch uh, NXT Takeover?
2: I didn't know there was one. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched wrestling. I haven't actually watched it since I was last here, which was what WrestleMania or something. <laughs> no, man, that was before Mania. It was before Mania, because we
1: couldn't we couldn't do Mania wow. together because we were at Mania.
2: I think I think I got through Mania. I think at one point I was like, i just good like, goodbye now, that's me done."
1: That's kind of what Steve's right. attitude was when we were there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah
2: oh my god oh yeah
1: that that's that's a story that's that's a story that i haven't lived down but i'm proud of <laughs> that i was at wrestlemania miserable and i let larson know like during one of the matches i literally turned and said i'm miserable right no he now. said oh, i'm so miserable right now <laughs> it's horrible
2: I, I can't remember what the card even was i'm now flicking back Oh God, it's was, it was long, quite
1: a bit haven't I? Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's biblical. It's 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 a novel. It's War and Peace, dude. It's we were there for so seven long. hours. Something like we that. were there for seven hours in Florida <laughs> heat. With stra- you know, we, honestly, none of it would have been that bad if it wasn't for the gratuitous. It's like they were trying to torture the people on the field with those strobe lights that were just. It was like you know you're not, you're not supposed to look at the eclipse. Well, yeah. they they literally generated that feeling, like just. <laughs> Killing your eye. It well, was, it was, I didn't think it was that bad, but I'm not judging. This thing, is it is the, the movie. It wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. That's great. Anyways, moving on. We're gonna do highlights and lowlights. Uh, Dan, because you haven't been here in forever, what was one of your what was your first highlight?
2: I was gonna do my favorite part of the whole night. Yes, and that was Braun Strowman breaking three tables with Brock Lesnar's face.
1: I think we can all agree that that's the, across the board highlight of the whole night. The probably. biggest <laughs> highlight of the entire night was Braun Strowman solidifying his place as new best thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> move over New Japan. Move over Bullet Club. Move over Okada. Move over AJ Styles. Whatever else, even NXT, it's now all Braun always. Yes. Because he was, I, I didn't care fantastic. about him
2: until that match. I was kind of like, hey, he does some banging, and he's, he's big, and he does his thing." And then he grabbed Brock Lesnar and like ran a table, and somehow jumped higher than he. I don't, I don't know the logistics. Like, I don't want to watch it back because it's terrifying. It was a magic. That's what it was.
1: That's the exact,
2: he just, exactly. He lifted him and just wham through the table. It was a beautiful moment. It was three. My, it was three beautiful moments. Yeah.
1: Very few people can can manhandle or have been allowed to manhandle Brock Lesnar.
2: Yeah.
3: Don't, yeah. I can't think of anybody that manhandled him to that extent.
1: To that extent. And bro, like for, for in Brock to Brock's credit. Gold
2: to, Gold <laughs> yeah, but okay. That was so quick. Here's the thing:
1: when Goldberg gets him up for a jackhammer, you see some quivering happening on the part of Goldberg. This was <laughs> Braun Strowman taking out the garbage. This was yeah. literally just him picking up a bag of trash, putting him over his shoulder and dumping him in the it's dumpster. just
2: flying into the trash tab headbutt. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <was> this <laughs> garbage is
1: garbage. <laughs> now, we've we've been saying for a while now, Dan, we know you haven't watched in a while. Uh, we've been saying for a while that the Universal title build, oddly enough, has somehow, and, and just through pure chaos, stumbled its way into top feud, top build of this show, and Braun Roman has been the top. If if you have a chance, the last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman is on our short list for match of the year. It's pure chaos, and we realized going in this would be a lot of the same because of Braun Strowman. That yeah, man, he just throws things around like there's like they're
2: when he threw empty that boxes yeah, 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 basically yeah. like that chair. That's just, twice
3: he's done that. Yeah.
2: Just, that made me laugh so goddamn hard. It's just like, Ikea came flying out the corner of the room.
1: Well, that was, yeah, that was... That's a throwback to the last man standing That was a throwback yeah. to the last man standing match. Roman Reigns, there's a spot where Roman Reigns comes bolting around the corner, and, like, literally, like, you thought that what la- happened last night was great with the office chair. It was ten times better when he first did it, because it's as if he palmed the the office chair and threw it like a baseball, because it had so much velocity... And, and pinpoint direction. Yeah, it was. It was and hit, hit Roman Reigns square. It was an absolute beauty, so I'm glad they brought it back. Last yes,
3: night. same here.
1: Larson, let's get a highlight from you. Number one highlight Cesaro
3: destroying a beach ball.
1: I don't like <laughs> beach ball mania. Can't stand beach it. Beach ball mania is great. You're grumpy, you're, you're officially it. old it now. It distracts from the action in ring what people should be paying attention to. Especially no, no, last no, no. night. No, no, no. You don't tell them. No, they bought a ticket. You don't tell them what to pay. They bought a ticket to. to watch wrestling. They bought a ticket to enter an arena where wrestling would be happening. It's then on <laughs> them to do whatever they want See, to do. Here's there. the thing.
3: Here's the thing. Your argument it, about the the Raw After Many, where people did it, I disagree, but it's understandable. Last night, you have two thirds of the Shield taking on the tag team champions in an exciting match.
1: What are you wasting your time with a beach ball? For? Maybe they wanted collar and elbow wrestling. Maybe they wanted a five-hour George Hackenschmidt match, and they weren't getting that, so they decided to go with beach ball mania. You do not get to be the tastemaker for these people, Dan. No, I'm not being. Hold a on, t- wait a second. No, I'm, this is my highlight. I do the talking here. <laughs> Dan, where do you stand on beach ball mania? Uh, All
2: right, what, what would happen if you got a beach ball out at, say, the opera?
1: It'd be be you would get kicked out of the building it'd make the opera a million times more interesting
2: both of those things are true (laughs) so we're going to say not acceptable for opera acceptable for say a football match where's the middle? where's wrestling on this sliding scale? because in the middle it's the point where it becomes not acceptable we need to face wrestling between opera and football see I, I figured that
1: football is in between wrestling and opera both American football and uh, and especially are you kidding us? What you know is football, which is actually football, soccer. <laughs> like I've I'm, I've seen what happens at those at those football matches that you're speaking of, Dan.
2: Yeah, baseball mania is. Not, I think is a football match, a soccer match, if if you will, you you bastards is <laughs> is it's vastly more faking injuries than wrestling. <laughs> well,
3: yeah that's,
1: yeah, that's true. That's, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and, an and crowd flop. participation is a major part of football games too, aren't Because yeah, it, there's like there's like a many like uh there's there's a lot of gang violence at those soccer matches. There's like full on like uh, uh, battles being waged in the crowds. From the, yeah. they call them hooligans. Dan, have you ever been a hooligan?
2: I've never been. A, I've never been in the. I've been actually no. I have seen football matches in the thing ninety minutes of absolute fucking perpetual boredom.
1: Wait a second. Beautiful. Are you saying when you were a kid you never played football?
2: I kicked a ball every now and then, but not in a stadium, and I wasn't a
1: hooligan. I'm more British than you are. When I was a kid, I participated. I was on a British football team when I lived in England when I was a little kid. Good for you. I'm more British than Dan is. I know are all you about just, scones.
2: <laughs> you're slightly more athletic than I <laughs> yeah. I was on the math club. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ballet Club, but with less baller and more math. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Dan. All right, moving on. Because that's, that's a low light, of Dan right there. That's a Dan low light. That's not a highlight. Um, Steve, highlights. My first highlight is going to be HBKFC, baby. Yeah, that was good. How, okay. I'm sorry. That KFC. Now, hold on a second. Dan, I'm assuming, well, KFC yeah, presented it internationally. So you got to see the KFC audition commercial, correct?
2: I got to see bits of that when the network was going, Oops. <laughs>
1: oh oh that's it, a did bummer. Did you see did you see the resolution of that the uh, the climax to that was no. uh Sean Michaels I was having
2: different resolution issues.
1: Sean Sean <laughs> <laughs> Michaels in his return, his glorious return to action in the WWE came out it said <laughs> during first and it was perfect his video package. How, when Shawn Michaels comes out, his video package starts off, kicks off with the letters H-B-K popping up
3: like, on the like screen. Zooming, zooming toward, towards the screen. Towards the audience, In
1: succession. Yeah. And instead they had K-F-C. And this fool comes out dressed up like Colonel Sanders doing half H-B-K, but half what he thinks an old man like Colonel Sanders would walk more. I like, would say would it would, more, I would say it'd be more like 75% HPK and then 25% old man. So they say, that, well, yeah, it was an old man with a spring in his step. They say, Shawn Michaels, would you like to come back? Well, you heard the, the, what, the story behind that. Oh, no, there's a story behind that. Originally, it. that was going to be Ric Flair. Oh! Whoa! Uh, one wow. I read either this morning or last night. I'll be honest, as much as I love Ric Flair and I hope he pulls through and he's one of the greatest entertainers of all time. I much prefer KF or HBKFC because he came out number one, HBKFC looks like he can still go. Oh yeah. He could still throw down in the ring. Oh yeah. I just love they said, Hey, HBK, do you want to come back for a match against AJ Styles at Mania? No, I'm good. You want to come back as the colonel? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sign me up. But knowing now that it was to replace Ric Flair, that, that's pretty sweet. In terms of, of horrible corporate integrations, that was a pretty sweet one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It was, it was a very greasy one as well, and it made me feel sick after I eat it. <laughs> Dan, are you a KFC fan? Have you ever been a KFC fan?
2: Last time I had KFC was a few months ago, and I had rampant diarrhea for two days afterwards. So wow. I'm not the biggest fan.
1: <laughs> Good thing this uh, episode of, uh, of Highlights and Lowlights featuring Dan is not sponsored by KFC.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so we're on to Larson. No, Dan. Dan, what's your Dan. next highlight?
2: Next highlight. I'm looking at my list. Oh, Kevin Owens. Oh, I've missed Kevin Owens. Oh, oh yeah. It's nice to hear all of his just never-ending banter. His he, banter. Oh.
3: I know. He's, he's the best trash talker in
2: WWE. Really is it? Just it's it's so funny. Even if his matches are boring, I can't remember who he was wrestling against. But oh it's funny. Genuinely, the stuff he was saying to, to what's his name? Oh,
1: Shane. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been watching wrestling, oh. you missed you missed out on his uh, new face of America phase. Oh, that was great. When he won the United States title and <laughs> dubbed himself the new face of America, and when he come out, you know now the now the SmackDown and Raw sets they have. Uh, Videotrons on the walkway, on the entrance stage, like mm-hmm. on the floor. And it would just project his giant face. And whenever he'd come out, he'd walk around his face so as not to trample his own giant face. It was great. It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Owens, that match absolutely, I thought, was a highlight and a low light. It's actually, I'll, I'll go right in and yeah, go really quick. One of my low lights, we can get out of the way. Was Shane McMahon as glistening oily referee. Well, sweaty too. He no, it was all sweat. It yes. was all sweat, but I think that sweat was so sweaty that it congealed into an oily substance because he was he looked like two K seventeen with the oil turned up all the way and then some. <laughs> like if you could somehow, you know, mod it so that you could double the oil double oil. It was that it was looked Shane like McMahon the within five energy. minutes. That's what it looked like. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was part of the KFC integration.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're all being smoked down by fried chicken as they come out. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like Shane needed to be wrapped up in some of that. Uh, what is that? Some of that paper that they have, like the the oh the, the wax paper, the wax, the wax paper. Exactly. Oh my! Like you could that's, dab. That's with what the,
2: Enzo was using to get on the shark. Oh grade.
1: yeah, we thought it was baby oil. Mm-hmm.
3: No, no.
2: Yeah. just pure chicken juice. Just, just wrung out KFC chicken.
1: Unnatural KFC oils. <laughs> Say goodbye to any KFC sponsorship. Hey, we should hit up uh, Popeye. Yeah. Say, Hey, you know we talk so much crap about your competitor. We should get a sponsorship. Um, yeah. No. I, Shane McMahon Larson Larson said this perfectly, absolutely perfectly uh, during this match. He said, <laughs> in almost in a sigh, in a, in a defeated sigh. Why can't they just let these guys have a five-star match? Because you know that Kevin Owens and AJ Styles can have a five-star yeah. match if just give them a ref say go to five stars, keep it a clean finish. Yeah. And do that. It's like they got they did everything
3: possible to to get in the way of them putting on a stellar match. These guys Every time put on an amazing
1: match and Shane McMahon just even within the storyline universe, terrible referee. Yeah, he's not a good referee. Just an awful awful referee. <laughs> not good. Doesn't even seem like he knows the basics.
2: Yeah, I mean but,
1: that's, that's the thing about having like Shane back in the day when he was a heel ref. Yeah, you can be a heel ref and be a terrible ref. That's kind of the point of being it a is. heel ref. That's absolutely the point of it is <laughs> you're just bad at your job. But this is uh, Shane trying to keep it down the middle and failing miserably yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. it's it's the bummer they use
3: this this AJ Kevin Owens storyline just to advance. Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens'
1: storyline down the line. I know. Isn't that bizarre? It's weird.
3: Absolutely bizarre. Uh,
1: yeah. Larson, I think we're ready for a highlight. You want to
3: highlight uh, the New Day and the Usos? Oh, yeah. Uh, these two teams apparently cannot put on a bad match. Yeah. Every match they've had has been stellar. Yep. Um, I dare say that their match at SummerSlam was the best wrestled match on the entire card. It was the best wrestling match. In terms of a wrestling match, it was the best match on the card. It's it's the main event. You could argue was more fun because of the high spots, yeah. but I would say New Day and Usos best wrestling match on the entire card, and they've been doing this consistently. Yeah. during their feud, and I, while I was surprised the Usos picked up the tag team titles, I'm not disappointed because. That
1: keeps this feud going. Yeah, I mean that—that that was sort of the thing. Is that without the Usos, I don't know, Dan. You—you you probably remember how anti uso I was back in the day. I was
2: about to say it sounds incredibly weird hearing you say nice things about the Usos.
1: Oh, they're great. And you
2: literally on three occasions while recording this fell asleep when we mentioned the Usos.
1: Oh, it was. It's it's been a, a like a, a miraculous turnaround. Um, it, it goes to show like what a good like p- giving them some. Dimension and complexity, and it hasn't even been, okay, so yes, you could you can say it's been a heel turn for them, but it hasn't been like they're not overwhelmingly and without reason villainous. They seem to have just reverted into characters who, yes, are healish, they do heal things, they heal up to win, but they're also just a very, very good tag team yes. that has amazing tag team chemistry. And when they get into situations when confronted with people like Daniel Bryan, and this, is, this was evident in last week's SmackDown, mm-hmm. there was a great segment where they were just playing off of Daniel Bryan. They weren't being your normal, oh, we're mean to everybody heels. They're being actual people. And mm-hmm. I find that, like, that's, it's so refreshing. Yeah. And it turns out they have an enormous amount of, of likable charisma yes. when they're simply being a variation on themselves, a the sort of heelish version yeah, yeah, yeah. of themselves, but themselves nonetheless. I've always liked, uh, especially during this feud, with one exception,
3: the count out uh, uh, loss that the, the Usos got that one time. Yeah. Um, uh, when they win a match, they win the match. Mm-hmm, yeah. They don't cheat.
1: Right, exactly, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, they might employ some dirty tricks. But it's not cheating, like going attacking somebody's knee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not against the rules, right?
1: Exactly. No. Yeah. So they they really haven't had any cheap wins. And in this situation, you're you're facing off against a, a team of three, mm-hmm. where at, you know the entire time you have at least one distraction. At worst, you have um, a guy who's uh, who's potentially could disrupt the match. Yeah. You know.
3: And then last night there was, I mean, you know, like I said, they usually go after their opponent's knees. Right. Um, they didn't do that last night.
1: Right. Right. It was just
3: a really well wrestled, really well paced, really t- great match with a good story being told.
1: Yeah. And it gives, it gives this feud a lot more to do. Yes. So that's fantastic. Uh, on to low lights. On to low. Yeah. Low and what didn't you like?
2: Who's this Jinder Mahal fellow and why does he have a belt? Uh,
1: okay. So short story on Jinder Mahal. Um, he I was.
2: Try, I remember he was in a thing when I started watching. He was in a three-man
1: band. Yeah,
2: and then he was kicked out.
1: He was uh, he kicked was out. He was released from the company. He uh, went away. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I don't remember him being necessarily like a strong name on the independent circuit. Um, he came, but he he went away. He they he, they brought him back as to kind of be a veteran jobber after the brand split. Yeah, yeah, he came back and he was in really good shape. Well, he came back in good shape. And then he, while after he came back is when he got into jacked.
3: Oh, I know. Yeah, he came back and he was in better shape than he was when he left. Right. And during the few months leading up to his main event push, yeah, he started getting in ridiculous
2: shape.
1: Yeah. So, he got into, like, massively jacked shape. He started cutting some decent promos. They evidently paid attention and decided to run with him as world champion, which they could sort of do because they have the universal title over there, which... You know, as long if they have if they have one marquee belt with your marquee Brock Lesnar guy with it.
3: But also on SmackDown, they elevated the U.S. title to kind of be on par with the world. Yeah, title.
1: yeah. So it's been a very divisive thing with Jinder Mahal. Half the people really love it because it's sort of out of the box, and it's obvious the guy has worked really hard to to get what he's got. Um, he's still not a terrific wrestler at all, um, but he delivers some decent promos, and he, he looks part, like and a he champ. carries he does he carries himself like a champ. So that's where Jinder Mahal is, Dan.
2: Okay, Jinder Mahal was my low light of the show.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough. Again, he's a very divisive—he's a divisive character. I can see both sides of it. Yeah, I can too. But it, why it was, was he a low
2: light for you? That just that match because it's Shinsegae Kimura. I, I don't think I've seen like a really proper match with him mm, yeah. outside of NXT. And I was like, oh, I want to see what this guy does. And then like ten minutes later, I was like. I still didn't see anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, I that, can't that.
2: recall anything that in that match apart from things that irritated me, like these who are these two people and why are they doing this thing?
3: Yeah, the match was completely devoid of drama.
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was sort of the it was your basic formula for a gender mahal match boiled down into a match that should have been much bigger because of the presence yes. of Shinsuke Nakamura because yes. of SummerSlam. Um, now, it was, it was a low light for me. The match was a low light for me. It wasn't, it, for whatever reason, it was not an overwhelming low light. I don't know why. I like Jinder Mahal. Um, You're a huge Nakamura fan. I'm a too. massive Nakamura fan. Here's my thing about that. Here's my thing. I think this is why it wasn't so much of a low light for me. Because I know that Nakamura is going to have his day. Oh, yeah. He's going to have his run. He's going to have a great run. He's going to have a great time in the WWE. I don't want gender to be left on the sidelines quite yet, and I really do believe that that's going to be his place. Although, maybe it won't be his hasten now because of the fall of Baron Corbin. Yeah. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. But, I
3: mean, like, if, if, if <laughs> the, the whole idea is, was, was for gender to go over, why have Nakamura in the match at all? Um, because
1: if the... Well, who, I mean, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the flip to that? Like, who else are you going to put in there?
2: Put why White in there. He loses and loses and loses.
1: Uh, correct. Wrong brand. But, I mean, that's, you know, you need somebody from SmackDown. Are they going to put Mojo Rawley in there against
2: them? Who are you going to have in there for the, the whole time? they changed time. the brands around again? Uh, uh, they,
1: there was a couple
3: uh, people that changed shows they did after a, WrestleMania. They did a, a superstar shakeup after WrestleMania. Ah, uh, I
2: didn't know that. <laughs> Hi, I'm on the wrestling podcast. I'm there shit about
1: wrestling. <laughs> well, this is this is why you're on your yeah. own, your own <laughs> SummerSlam recap, Dan. <laughs> why not have Cena? Count Carly? Why yeah. not have Cena take on Mahal? Uh, because Cena's not going to lose at SummerSlam. he been, apart from this year. He's lost the last six years of SummerSlam prior to this. Yeah, year. but he's not going to lose now. They're not gonna have like not the gender mahal. Although I think Cena likes gender. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if you like Cena. Uh, like you know the finish, the finish Didn't that like happened Baron on SmackDown with
3: Corbin trying to cash in. Have that happen at Summerslam.
1: Yeah, you know what? Okay, here's why, and this is my own personal reason. It's much more fun to watch Cena bury Baron Corbin. That's why.
2: What, where he Baron could, Corbin cashed in? What's that? Did Baron Corbin cash in?
1: He tried to, he, dude. He ca- no, he cashed in and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not exactly sure. Like there there's been various uh rumors and reports about why this happened. But Baron Corbin it it, it seemed like he was Golden Boy for like fifteen minutes. He won money in the bank. Uh, he, he had like a, pushed. He had a very underwhelming feud with Shinsuke Nakamura. And then he cashed in Cena just, it was after a Cena uh Jinder Mahal match. Uh, Cena interfered in the most basic of ways. I'm sorry, distracted. He, he, was getting, he was just trying to get up on the apron. He was just trying to get on the he apron. He didn't actively try to distract him. Baron Corbin turned around, hit, hit him, him, hit Cena. Jinder Mahal sprung up from what looked like he was playing possum, uh, got a roll-up, and beat Baron Corbin on a matter of second. And that was just on the last SmackDown. <laughs> and we think, we think it's because Baron Corbin comes off like, a, like kind of a dickhead on Twitter. <laughs> that that seems to be See, those the case. are the rumors going around. Those yet. are the rumors going around that he buried himself on Twitter. Um, and the, and and further evidence of that is the match with Cena last night, which just felt like an a, an eighty percent burial. Mm-hmm. The only thing that yeah. would have been even more of a burial would have been Cena, and that was actually we skipped over my last highlight was uh that was one of my highlights was his burial because it was just it's just funny to watch at this point. It's just because I saw it coming a mile away that Cena was going to bury the living crap out of Corbin, and Cena was virtually laughing the entire yeah, he time, was especially beginning the match. <laughs> he really was. Oh, it was so bad. The only thing that would have made it prime burial is if Cena kicked out of, uh, end, oh, of end of, of days. days if that had happened, it would have been supreme burial. But that didn't happen, so the, it looks like they're maybe leaving the door open for for Baron Corbin. Yeah, he has to kind of start all over again, though. Yeah, it seems. Uh-huh.
3: Uh, low light number one for me is the empty arena match. That wasn't intended to be an empty arena match. So I, from what I understand, there are some uh, comments on Twitter because we started our stream a little late. Yeah, that uh, they were having uh, troubles. Uh, I don't know if they they opened the doors to the Barclays Center oh, late or something yeah, like that. No,
1: I did. Th- yeah, okay, I saw um, something like that, but.
3: The, the crowd was late getting into the arena, so when the first match started, Jason Jordan, the Hardys against the Miz Taraj, the arena was virtually empty. Mm-hmm. There's this one shot I saw on Twitter where Miz was on the camp the, uh, the the hard camera side of the floor and it's completely empty except for one person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you Woo! have
2: you have your intercontinental champion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the Hardy boys one yeah. of the, the most over in the entire company Taking place the
2: highlight of WrestleMania for many. Yeah.
3: Years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In a match where maybe it looks like a couple hundred people are in the arena. Looks like a GFW show.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so, and it was I couldn't pay attention to the match. So I was like, "Wow, they are really wrestling in front of like two or three hundred people right now." <laughs> <laughs> this has to
1: be lame. <laughs> and on top of that, it's like it's Jason Jordan, which was like a huge part. So I don't know. I don't know if you know this much, Dan, but Jason Jordan, what is mm-hmm. is now in storyline. The, uh, the son of the, Kurt Angle, the son of Kurt Angle, who had been adopted, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, several decades ago, <laughs> and then he just found out that uh, a couple weeks back or a month ago that he's Kurt Angle's son, and they kind of were making a big deal about it, but not really. But then they stopped. Yeah. So like, why isn't Jason <laughs> Jordan's uh, Titantron package
3: red, white, and blue?
1: Yeah, I know.
3: It's not. I know. It was it's, green and yellow.
1: Yeah. Very, very peculiar. Like, they have Chad Gable do it, which we all thought the, the big reveal was going to be Chad Gable was Kurt Engels. Yeah,
3: and then, like, the SmackDown afterwards, he's doing all, of Kurt, Ang- doing all of Kurt Angle's moves in his match.
1: <laughs> it's all very confusing. It is super confusing. I don't yeah. get it. Oh, man. Um, do you have another low light, Steve? I have one other low light. Uh, it's... Uh, I don't know. This, I don't, I'm not sure, This sort of straddles the line between low light and highlight. It's when Enzo oiled himself up. I did not see. Okay, so I kind of again. I've been on a roll with predictions lately because I predicted that Enzo would. Okay, so there were rumors that you know, if, if you're in a shark cage match, and one your you know your your friend is up there in the shark cage, ninety nine percent of the time they drop something to their friend or down there, or they to try, try friend, to, yeah. and that person will then. Well, in this case, I predicted. I said half jokingly, Enzo's going to drop himself out of the cage. And he's going to be used as a weapon. Well, I was half right, he oiled himself up, which I thought was a funny spot. It was funny. And then slithered between the the cage uh, bars and dropped himself down. And he ate a boot from Cass.
3: And
2: he ate a boot from Cass. He was was anti-effective. Yep. He was trying to give Big Cass his finisher. Because we all know that that was his finisher. Although I didn't know they'd broken those two up.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's been that's been a low light for them. Yeah, because a pretty it, underwhelming story. It happened way, way like years too yeah. early. Yeah. They were still an incredibly over team that the WWE yeah. just seemingly didn't want to give the titles to and try and, and give them a story to do something with, so they just randomly broke them up.
3: I know. It seemed like Vince was, was eager to give Cass a
1: solo push. Sometimes he just gets yeah, he just gets the ants in his pants and yep. he, you know, he he rolls with it. Yep. So yeah. So now in the going in raw intro, where Enzo delivers his like uh, his impromptu uh, song about going in raw, yeah, we have cast uh, pixelated out. <laughs> We've done that because we're funny. Anyway. <laughs> uh, give us another low light, Dan.
2: Roman Reigns still stand <laughs> the guy. Oh still yeah. Down. I've worked out what my problem is, though. Okay pretty much every other wrestler is on an analog scale of damage. So okay. So they go from not damaged at all and they scroll all the way through to maximum damage out of the match, unconscious, whatever. Okay. And then depending where they are in the match, they fluctuate between these and they sort of wibble between them and they kind of, you know, they get more damage as it goes on. hmm Rowan Reigns is digital. He's either damaged or not damaged. <laughs> and he flicks wildly between them in every match. Yeah, yeah. And he just doesn't... I just... I, I just hate his face. <laughs> I just... I just. I, I, he's the problem. It's like it's not like a a joy to dislike him. There's many wrestlers that it's a joy to dislike. Yeah. But he's. I just don't like him. It's, he, it's like he's the, he's the equivalent of the Coronation theme, the Coronation Street theme music oh, that played on. I launched myself at the television to turn it off. As a joke for England. <laughs> yeah. That's,
1: I, uh, you have reestablished your your uh, your uh, bona fides. Yeah. Your bona fides. <laughs> you're, You are now once again more British than I am, Dan. Because I, although I do know of the name Coronation Street, I'm more of an Eastenders guy.
2: It's kind of the same sort of thing. (laughs) There you go. Actually, when I
1: was a kid, I did, for whatever reason, as a kid, I used to watch Neighbors. I have no idea why. Is that the one with uh, Kylie Minogue? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's probably why.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually Australian, but the Brits loved it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so did this guy. (laughs) Actually, weird thing about Neighbors, there was always rumors in, like, schools and stuff. Like, one of the things that always went around before the internet ruined everything was that it was like the England got a super censored version, and it was like a really hyper sexy show. Are and you serious? And was and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is like a playground rumor, for like, always, for Neighbors. It was like, oh, I've got the secret version of Neighbors, and they got tips and fannies in it, and you're
0: like, oh, I want to watch that!
2: Real? He said the fannies.
1: That's the most British shit ever. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I never heard that rumor, but then I think I was the only kid on the playground who actually watched
2: <laughs> Neighbors. <laughs> We were watching out and they were like, yeah, come on.
1: So, so, was that ever proven or disproven?
2: Yeah, it's, it's bollocks, mate.
1: Oh, that's it's, a bummer. It's,
2: it's badly bollocks. Did it's you bollocks.
1: guys think that. No, okay, I know I'm like way, way older than you. When that rumor was alive, was Kylie Minogue still on the show?
2: I don't remember.
1: I, that can't be. I think she left while I was, while I was like 10 years old. Was I think she, on she left the show, the show before or after she did the locomotion, it's at the same time. Okay. It was that. Well, that was late. 80s. That was synergy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's crossover. Yeah. It was, it was like 88, 87, 89 around when yeah, I was lady. watching. Yeah. So that was like when Dan was like negative five, probably. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I'm young. <laughs> I'm
1: old, you lucky bastard.
2: This is a great episode of going in neighbors, by the way, guys. <laughs> oh, I know.
1: Oh, Ooh, idea for a new podcast. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh man, let's see here. Um, Next low light,
2: Jeff
3: yeah. gets buried. That was awful.
2: Oh yeah, I remember Rusev.
1: Yeah. He's got all the potential. All the potential. We have not heard yet today. We're, we're on Rusev release watch, pretty much. Uh, the rumor going around that Rusev wants out. He's not happy with the way he's been booked. Uh, For good reason. Well, last yeah. night, I think, is probably a, a result of his complaints as opposed oh, to yes. a symptom of his problems. Yes. No, I agree with that.
3: Um, Nonetheless. Because I think um, there
1: would have been an actual match.
3: Yeah, I know. Nonetheless, that was not good for Rusev. It was not good to watch as a fan of Rusev. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, right now at this point, I hope he gets released. Let me ask so you to so
1: find greener pastures elsewhere. Speaking of greener pastures, <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. No. What will be your uh, stance on GFW when he signs there?
3: Still won't watch it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow.
3: I'll pay attention to articles. Are you going to
1: watch my review show?
3: Still won't watch it. Wow.
1: Wow fascinating anyways I wonder if Lana's going to drop the accent if she goes to GFW with him although I still think they're just going to split I think he's going to yeah, go to GFW so. I and think she's going to stay Yeah. Oh. Goodness. Uh, Dan, I like any more?
2: Rusev I like Rusev everybody loves
1: Rusev Rusev is great he was, they just, when they, he
2: was unstoppable he was brilliant and I, I remember know. on this show going what happens when he stops being unstoppable when Cena eventually beat him and then Cena beat him and he, he was funny for a bit and then vanished
1: yeah yeah uh, then he cut his hair, and that apparently raised the ire of Vince McManus, also. Although that might be a rumor, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the, the case. And millennials
2: cutting their hair. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I know exactly. Um, so, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. But yeah, I, I feel like he's he's going to be leaving. It sucks. It sucks too because I think those tights he had last night were new. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they look really good on him.
3: They did. They look great.
1: <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's not the case. Hopefully, they cause yeah, she's supposed to be on Total Divas. Is he going to be on Total Divas too? I would, I would guess. Maybe man. he'll go to GFW and stay on Total Divas. Probably not. I don't think they can do that. No, they can't. Yeah. Wow.
3: I'm trying to think of last season because Del Rio was on, but I think that was before he went to GFW.
1: Yeah. Mm.
3: Don't remember the timeline exactly.
1: <laughs> Dan, any more low lights for you?
2: Yeah, there were two accidental, not actually complete S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion moments that were just accidents and they annoyed both. Both of them gently annoyed me. And I felt like I'd mention them. When they when Cesar and Seamus came out first, they made a big deal of going, oh, they decided to come out first, Is is their right, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh shit, does that mean that like, Dean and Seth are going to come in like with the S.H.I.E.L.D. music and from the stand?" Nope. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. And then when when Cesar ran off into the crowd, I was like, Oh shit, Roman's turned up to the crowd no people
1: No, Roman exists in his own universe at this point. Well he's
3: he, he is like the one the lone uh, benefactor of the Shield's legacy, it seems like he has music. He has the ring gear. Yeah, that's the thing. He saws the music and the ring gear, and that's that. And it was only until he started getting booed from the crowd that he started doing his entrance from the ramp.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before that, he would come into the crowd. Yeah, he would actually need riot gear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if let me ask you this: uh, if Roman didn't keep the music, he had his own music. Would we have seen the the, yeah, I the Shield? So. I think so too. I think so. Yeah. They were, they were trying to thematically be on the same page. The, yeah. They had red ish yeah. trim, and Roman came out with red trim. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a shout out there. Yeah. Seemingly. And Roman had red shoelaces, too. Yeah, he had yeah, red trim. Red trim means all together. Yeah. Yeah. Head to toe. Um,
2: yeah, here's a question mm-hmm. If Roman Reigns did change his music, what would you have him change it too? Because D- I think dubstep. Locomotion is perfect.
1: The Locomotion. Oh. The Locomotion. Yeah. Oh, bring it back around. What about a Jason Donovan hit?
2: <laughs> Some Bross. There were hits by Jason Donovan? <laughs> Some, people
1: love Jason Donovan. What are you talking about? Some bros. Oh, Bross had to cancel their uh, their reunion tour. Not enough tickets sold. Oh, that's sad. Surprising, too. They were hot. <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but all those people now have massive amounts of money. My sister bought the meet-and-greet tickets. Canceled. Oh, man. Yeah. Heartbroken. Oh. That's
3: a bummer. I know. Oh. That's a real bummer.
2: That's a low light. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally a low light. Bros reunion canceled. <laughs> the low light of the whole show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no mean <laughs> greet for my sister. <laughs> Sorry, Monica. <laughs> All right. Does that do it for our highlights and low lights? I'm through my yes. list. <laughs> I'm through, through my, my list my... as well. Oh man. Well Dan, thanks for coming back. Yes. It's always great having you on, Dan.
2: Thank you. I'll be back for no mercy. No Are mercy. Are you gonna be
1: back for no more? Are we gonna do highlights, low lights, no mercy?
2: Yes, highlights, low lights, no mercy.
1: Alright, awesome. Uh it's good to have you back and uh yeah, till next time we'll tie you guys later. Bye.
2: Goodbye.